Kingdom Exhortations. March 2017. Read by John Morton. Good morning. In Matthew chapters 24 and 25, Jesus tells parables which allegorically speak to the need to be ready for his return at the, quote, end of the age, end quote. Being ready includes being fully dressed, waiting and watching with oil to keep lamps burning, prepared, and wholeheartedly working to multiply what the Lord has provided. These teachings have been repeated innumerable times, and for most have lost their significance. There is no doubt that to escape hell one must be saved from their sin by receiving and relying completely and only on Jesus as their personal Savior. However, that is generally the extent to which these parables are now taught. Today, more than ever, the Christian experience has been limited to a one-time event during which one confesses sin, asks forgiveness, and invites Jesus into their heart. However, this salvation event is meant to be the beginning of the Christian experience, not the end. Sadly, for most Christians, salvation is not expected to have an enduring transformational effect and subsequently their lifestyle is generally indistinguishable from those having no faith. Receiving forgiveness and going to heaven was not the full extent of the life that Jesus spoke of, and was never intended to be the primary purpose and end of Christianity. Christ never meant for the Christian faith to be limited to a one-time event, during which one receives an insurance policy to be held until it can be enjoyed in the next life. Notably, Jesus declares, quote, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. End quote. John 10, verse 10. This speaks of a transformed life of hope, power, and joy, which actively pursues an intimate and growing relationship with Jesus. This relationship is available to everyone who earnestly seeks Him. The words of Jeremiah 29, 11, and 13 are applicable to every Christian today. Jesus has intentional and certain, quote, plans to give you hope and a future, end quote. It is important to remember that the Lord has also said, quote, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart, end quote. Unfortunately, most Christians fail to take the word of God literally and do not exercise the faith and diligence necessary to make it applicable to their daily life. Like the seed which fell among thorns, they are choked by the cares and worries of life and fall back into old thought patterns, which can only yield dissatisfaction. As is common with unbelievers, many Christians despair of ever, quote, succeeding, end quote, and merely exist in lives of quiet desperation, overwhelmed by monotony and a sense of meaninglessness. The belief, hope, and joy of eternity with Jesus provide little motivation, and, therefore, the benefit that could be realized by submitting to Christ is not enjoyed. They may be born again, but do not experience the fullness of life of which Jesus spoke. The abundant life of Christ is tantamount to living an eternal quality of life today, experiencing that, quote, eternal, end quote, life throughout this life. Quote, now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, in Jesus Christ whom you have sent, end quote, John 17, 3. In the Bible, knowing God means having an intimate, personal, and interactive relationship with Him. The entire universe is filled with the presence of Jesus and His kingdom, and if we earnestly search, we will know that, quote, He is not far from each one of us, 
and quote Acts 17.27. In fact, the kingdom of God surrounds us, and we all live and breathe in contact with it throughout our lives. How many realize God's presence or even give it a thought? In his book, quote, The Divine Conspiracy, end quote, Dallas Willard writes about a missionary, Frank Laubach, who volunteered for a lonely post in the Philippines. He became dissatisfied with his personal relationship with God and determined to devote one second of every minute to thinking about Jesus and seeking his will. It wasn't long before he began to feel himself a part of a plan far beyond himself, and he grew to international renown while always maintaining constant interface with Jesus for the remainder of his life. He exercised Colossians 3.2, which says, quote, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. End quote. Submission to Jesus begins in the mind. How we think becomes our reality. Let us go now and determine, as Frank Laubach did, to set Jesus before our minds in an increasingly intentional manner. Take some time to repent before the Lord for seasons of living a half-hearted and indifferent Christian life. Ask Jesus to help you experience moment-by-moment relationship with Him, and then set your mind to practice this devotion. Take time to intentionally invite Him into your daily situations and circumstances, and As you do these things, faithfully anticipate the Lord's blessing and favor, quote, for I know the plans I have for you, end quote, declares the Lord, quote, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, end quote, Jeremiah 29, 11. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1 verses 5-9